Hi, I'm Hathaway Hester with Chicago Area Archivist, and I'm also archivist and digital preservation librarian with the National Association of Realtors. Every October, the Chicago Area Archivists sponsor Chicago Open Archives, a month-long event held in conjunction with American Archives Month, where archives across the Chicago area open their doors to the public. As a prelude to Chicago Open Archives, we're talking to archivists across Chicago about their jobs and their collections. Today I'm here with Michelle McCoy, Senior Archival Specialist at Chicago Public Library's Special Collections, Harold Washington Library Center. Hi Michelle, thank you for joining me. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here today. I think a lot of Chicagoans use Chicago Public Library every day, but might not realize that there's a special collections there. This is very true. In fact, there's four special collections at Chicago Public Libraries. There's the Harold Washington Library Center special collections. There's also one at the Woodson Regional Library called the Vivian G. Harsh Collections, and the Sulzer Regional Library, which has the Northside Neighborhood Collections. And then uh, we consider the Municipal Reference Library at Harold Washington Library Center also a special collections because it has city documents that go back to the beginning. Wow. And what does your special collections focus on in terms of your collections? Yeah, thanks for asking. We have several large, notable collecting areas. Among those are the Chicago Neighborhood Collections. We have Chicago Public Library Archives, of course. And we also have Harold Washington's Papers, which, of course, the library is named after Mayor Washington. We have one of the most significant theater collections in the city of Chicago Theater and Performance. We have World Columbian Exposition collections and Parks collections, and we have many other Chicago-related collections, including the Democratic National Convention and Reverend Clay Evans and the Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church that don't fit neatly into those other larger collecting areas. And who do you find comes in to use these collections? anyone. We're the public, so anyone is welcome to come in and use our collections. Of course, we get a lot of people from academia and professional researchers who are aware that these types of resources exist. And we also get Chicago Metro History Fair students. But we also get just neighborhood people interested in their block or their house and journalists and pretty much anybody that wants to come in and use them. So what's a typical day like for you? Oh my gosh. Uh, there's three senior archival specialists at Harold Washington Library, and we do a variety of things. So we process collections, we work with donors, we do outreach and programming activities. Occasionally we curate exhibits in our exhibit hall, and just a lot of other little things as they come along. I know you have participated in Chicago Open Archives in the past, and we'll be doing so again this year. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your plans for this fall? I would. It's been a really great experience over the years, and the direction we've taken since the first Chicago Open Archives has been to highlight one of our major collecting areas so that every year we have something new and exciting that the public can come to visit. And this year we're promoting our parks collection because in the last few years, we have been transferring Chicago Park District records over to Chicago Public Library. And this includes 61,000 photos, 105,000 drawings, and we're going to be transferring more and more materials. All of these have been digitized. 10,000 Chicago Park District photos are now online for viewers to view anytime, anywhere. The rest are available in our reading room. And so we thought what would be really fun this year 
would be to do a history of Jackson Park. It's one of the city's oldest park districts, established in 1869, and it was a big swampy area. So even though they brought in Frederick Olmsted, he sort of looked at it like a great big swamp and said, oh my gosh. And nothing really developed with that until they decided to put the World's Columbian Exposition in that space. And of course, that was just the big, magical, ecstatic city. and. We have a wonderful resource from James W. Ellsworth, who was one of the board of trustees for the World's Columbian Exposition, and C.D. Arnold, Charles Dudley Arnold, who was the official photographer for the Columbian Exposition. And these photographic albums chronicle the building of it, so you can see it being transformed from swampland. And to kind of showcase that and our park district photos and also our neighborhood collections and talk about how the neighborhoods surrounding Jackson Park have changed over the years and kind of really think about that and think about how that's going to transform again once the Obama Presidential Library Center goes into that location. So when visitors show up at your facility for Chicago Open Archives, what can they expect to see? Will there be somebody guiding the tour? Yeah. My um, colleague, Joanna Russ, has been the point person, really, for Chicago Park District Collection. And she'll be doing most of the discussion. And we'll have resources out. And I'll be helping along probably with some of the World's Fair (laughs) history (laughs) on that. But they'll really see kind of almost 150 years worth of materials relating to just how one park in Chicago has been transformed over the ages. And is this happening one day in October? Right now, we've scheduled for a Saturday morning, October 13th. And if it looks like we have a lot of demand, we might add another date. I see. In the past, how has it been received when you had Chicago Open Archives events? We've had really good reception at the public library. We've done most of our events on a Saturday, Saturday morning, to make them accessible to people that wouldn't have the opportunity to go during the week. And we've had different groups each time. We did one on our theater collections, and we ended up having a Chicago public school teacher who teaches theater send her students there for extra credit. So we had all sorts of high schoolers there, and it was one of the most priceless comments I ever had was uh, the father accompanying his son there to get his extra credit. And the father says to me, I thought this would be really boring, but this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the theme of Chicago Open Archives. Thought it would be boring, but it's actually awesome. It's actually awesome. I'm Um, glad we can educate the public on this. Absolutely. And then last year, my colleague from the Harsh Collections, which was being renovated at the time, did an event with me at Harold Washington. And we talked about Chicago buildings that were instrumental in the civil rights movement. And we ended up having individuals that showed up who had far more knowledge and experience of these events in history than we did. And she and I got sort of an education on the West Side riots and and different buildings in that era (laughs) as a result. That's great. So it was a learning experience all around. It was, and it it became very conversational, and it it was really wonderful. And how many people usually attend these events? It sounds like they're extremely popular. Um, We've had, it. you know, it's varied. We've had between 20 and 30 folks in our reading room, which our reading room isn't huge, so we recommend people show up early. Or if 
if there's a lot of interest and people are emailing our special collections in advance that they're coming, then we might have to add a, a second program just to make sure that there's not so many people in our reading room that people can't have a good experience and get up close to the artifacts. Of course. Well, I'm really looking forward. I know I will be there. Wonderful. <laughs> and I thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you for listening to the Chicago Area Archivist COA podcast. We would like to thank Chicago Area Archivists, Chicago Open Archives Planning Committee, Engineer Allison Shine Holmes, and WFMT for their time and effort.